Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. Unsuspecting Friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org local. Welcome to this Golf Channel podcast presented by Top Golf. Trip Eyes now are joined by my good friend Brian the Bennett Bateman <laughs> is here with us. That's an inside joke, folks. Uh, well, nothing went on in golf this week, so let's our uh, last week. So let's move on and talk about the future. Let's talk about uh, you know the Web.com Tour graduates and uh, see how they're going to. No, I'm kidding. Of course, I'm <laughs> just. Uh, some guy named Tiger. Uh, people were throwing dirt on his grave for the last uh, two, three years, saying he would never win, never going to win a major. He needs to retire. Uh, people saying he's just prolonging the inevitable, etc., etc., etc. Not us. No. Not us. No. I not s- him. No, 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 no. And um, But, he, you know, you, look, just think about it. It was literally last year, a year ago, he wasn't even sure he was ever going to be able to play again. And and here he is winning the Tour Championship, moves into the top 20 in the world rankings after being 800-something at the beginning of the year. I mean, we're laughing just because it's that's nobody can do that. I, they is this? Let's start here. Let's just, before we get into the Tour Championship, let's start here with big picture comeback-wise. Mm-hmm. Ben Hogan's comeback or Tiger Woods, which is – more relevant in history and when when we all said and done and history books are written does tiger woods come back outdo ben hogan's well i think you got to give credence to ben hogan's comeback because he almost died i mean physically he was true could have been paralyzed easily could have died easily but i think trip uh with with tiger's comeback from where he was not only physically but mentally emotionally psychologically it's it's unlike anything i've ever seen you and i both have injuries before uh, not as serious as Tiger's, but it both it knocked both of us off the tour. When, when you have the void of doing something at a high level for a long time and it's taken away from you physically, it affects your mind. Uh, and what Tiger has been able to do with his physical ailments, his psychological issues, and his we all know this, this, the low point was after the DUI back, I guess, Memorial Day a year ago, um, it's just astonishing. But I have to say this. I'm not surprised he won this golf tournament. The way he's been playing the last few months, mm-hmm. I know it's the it's the 30 best on the FedEx Cup points list in the field, but he only had to beat 29 guys. I'm not trying to devalue what he did. But I don't think he came out of nowhere and won this golf tournament. No, I, no, no, no. The way he was playing coming in uh, was astonishing. I, I think more importantly – 
what we saw yesterday, it showed – if you didn't believe that the the, the inf- impact that Tiger Woods has on the golfing public was what we saw coming down 18 yeah. yesterday, <laughs> with the thousands and thousands and thousands of fans, that that wouldn't have happened for any other player. Nope. Jordan Spieth, Phil Mickelson, it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, but it, it is – it's a tremendous story. You and I have sat at this desk many times doing these podcasts throughout the year, and we both – really questioned if he was ever going to play golf again, much less play at a high level. Mm -hmm. But in saying that, he has progressed throughout the last six months, and I'm just not surprised he won. I think his game was was trending in this direction, and he could have won two or two or three other times this year. Two of majors. Two of a majors with a swing or two here and there, or a putt made here Mm -hmm. or there. I think overall, I'm going to give the edge to Tiger as far as comeback related to Hogan, and this is no – uh, your your point about Hogan almost dying is true, and could barely walk. Um, Hogan's comeback was epic. This is epic in so many different ways overall. That uh, and the redemptive quality of it. I think that's what you know. Americans love the underdog. They love someone who's struggled, who's shown imperfection, and 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 opens up. And that was the thing about Tiger that I think probably. It didn't hurt his image, but I think it like in relationships and et cetera with his peers, being that open person that he is now. And I think he's a better person in in the fact that what he is with the fans, what he does, how he's engaging them better. Overall, it's for Tiger. He's going to have a. I can't. You can't say he's going to have a bigger impact than he had before. But he's. This is going to have an impact. And as far as that comeback related. I got to give the edge to Tiger, and we we can sit here and talk about the evolution of his game throughout the of the last six to eight months since he he decided to try to come back in December. Think about the evolution of him as a person. Mm-hmm. What you just said, he was the most polarizing figure in sports, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't wouldn't you agree? Yeah, he, there was Tiger lovers and there was Tiger haters. True, right? Yesterday, I don't know if you could find a Tiger hater. No, it, it, he I, went from having. That, Black and white fans love him or hate him. To everyone wanted to see him win yesterday, and was pulling for him to win. And it's for the exact reasons you said. It's because he he is showing a human side now. Yep, and he's easier to pull for for the common fan than he was before, which is hard to believe. And part of that's fatherhood and what you know, Absolutely. time and perspective. And you know, you're, you're around your kids a lot more during that time, and it gives you perspective. So, all right, let's talk about his game. I agree with you. This was not. Uh, in any way out of a surprise win. He almost won the last two majors. I mean, he he had legitimate chances to win both those majors. Um, I, in particular, the thing I was impressed with, and I said this all along, I said Tiger Woods will win when he plays from the fairway. If he quits trying to outdrive DJ and Rory and Finau and just says, you know what? I'll see 20 yards to you, and I'll play from the fairway. He was tied for third in driving accuracy, and he was 23rd in distance. There's your formula, Tiger. The swing, Brian, looked in sync almost throughout the tournament. Yeah, there were a few that looked a little out of sync, but not not, not near as many as we were seeing before. So that's the evolution I saw. The putter people worried about during the year at times never really concerned me. Tiger was going to figure the putter out. He got the Scotty Cameron back after tinkering. We all do that. Um, and he was he was fantastic in putt. His short game's been f- sensational. I'm not surprised he won. The driver is the key, and it is the key going forward. If he keeps swinging like this, he will win majors again. 
Well, I don't have the stat in front of me, but he, he's top 10 on tour in proximity from the fairway. There you so go. I totally agree with your assessment there. I think what impressed me too, Trip, to kind of piggyback what you say about finding fairways, he was hitting a lot of drivers too. Yes. He was not hitting the little punchy three iron or three or two irons and, and, and like at Valspar and Honda. No. Yep. He was hitting a lot of drivers. He was aim left, hitting that power fade, still plenty of speed. Still he hit at three forty on eighteen yesterday, right down the middle when he had to find the fairway. I'm with you. I mean, we haven't seen him this year put everything together. You know, it's either everything works and he putted poorly. Right. Or everything worked, but he couldn't find a fairway. This week at Eastlake, on difficult fairways to hit, he found the fairways. He continued his tremendous iron play from those fairways, and he made the putts when he needed to, and he was the best player in the field this week. Yeah, and and there's no question about it. And and the thing is um, – you you said you know with the with everything worked, but the the one thing that has been throughout the year ha, that has been an issue is the driver. Right. It it is becoming it was less of an issue at Bell Reef. It became less of an issue in some of the playoffs, and that and and at East Lake it's it it now let's uh, final wrap this up with our our Tiger talk with um with major championships. Um, I just said it, Brian. Does he win a major again? Yes. He's already the odds-on favorite to win Augusta. I, Shocker I think there. so. No, I, yeah, there's uh, no question. I, I think that what we've seen, most importantly, he's healthy. And now that he's healthy, he can work on his game as hard as he wants to. I don't know that he really wants to work on it as hard as he used to want, like, wanting to put the time in hour after hour after hour. I don't think he has to. He doesn't have the time to do it. But if he wanted to, he can. So he's healthy, number one. His golf swing, to your point, looks as good as I've seen it look in the last 10 years. Going back to even 09 when he won a bunch of tournaments, it just looks in sync. And his short game is the best, mm-hmm. or one of the best, on the PGA Again. Tour. So absolutely, um, he can win a major championship. And where do you say that happens? I think it's, he's got a why, – why wouldn't it be the Masters? I mean, it, that golf course – his experience, um, his, his, his knowledge of the golf course, I, I can see it happening. With these venues we have coming up, we're going to Wingfoot for the Open. we got Pebble coming up no, in the no, next few years. We're going to Wingfoot for another year. What, uh, no, but in the next, I'm talking about the next two or three years. Yeah, I mean, the that's, lineup. that's where I'm saying the major that he's going to win is this little place called Pebble Beach. It's a 2019 venue. It's called Pebble Beach. And I think he finished fourth there uh, the last time it was played there. And, oh, yeah, the last time it was played before that, he won by <clears throat> 15 shots. I love how when you're making a point, your voice comes down and gets yeah, real intimate. That's where I say <laughs> Tiger Woods wins major number 15 Pebble Beach next year. Mark it in the books, my friend. I'm writing it down right Write now. Trip down Eisenhower. right now. September the yep. 24th. Yep. Pebble Beach, U.S. Pebble Beach. Hey, Crip, before we leave this topic, I'm curious about Tiger's change as a player. Yeah. His change with his driver, adding loft. Yep. Made a huge difference. Yep. You know, I know it was only a degree of loft, but obviously, since he's made that change, his driving has improved twofold. And for the common golfer that doesn't realize what that means for, you know, he swings so fast, what does that, does that make a difference or not? That decision he made, whoever talked him into it or whoever the equipment rep said, try this. I hope it was Keith Sabarbaro. Well, it probably was. <laughs> but just think about the difference that's made. This way he played, he, he, he drove it well to BMW. He did, no, no, yeah. And that's when the change came. I mean, I, I think that's something that we hadn't really talked about, but it's made a tremendous difference. And what, what is the loft, do you know? He went from eight and a half to nine and a half. Okay. 
And and lower loft with with the you know you get Flatter your spin price. yeah and it's going to go more offline and and so yeah that's a good point I I, I you know and I know he's made some shaft changes too shaft but I think changes. he's whatever you whatever look what is it they say with shampoo rinse and repeat right he's all he needs to do is what he did at Eastlake and let's keep going okay nothing else going on in golf this week so let's move on to the season of 2019 uh, 2018 19 well, we got one more big event what that's it, this week it's not there's nothing in the United States. Uh, true uh, yeah there's a rider cup um i think I, it's gonna be epic man i well, really can't wait uh, there, for Friday. look let, uh, here's the thing I, I with the rider cup when i was um it was 1983 and I, I just want to tell people how far this has come and and hats off to jack nicholas and 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 he was really the one and and tom watson that said let's let's bring the europeans into this and that happened in 1980 or 79, I believe, was the first year the Europeans came in. Brian, I my I lived in Vero Beach, Florida. I went to high school there. We got in the car on Sunday and drove down to PGA, bought tickets at the gate, the PGA National, and walked in. And I was standing there when Seve hit that shot out of that bunker on 18. No kidding. I couldn't believe he hit it. I mean. That's how – I mean, you could go buy a ticket to the Ryder Cup the and walk of. the day of. I mean, two, come, along, come a long way know, since I was 15, and a, and a friend of mine was 17, and he was a guy – we were both golfers, and we, we drove down there hey, and watched. go watch a tournament. <laughs> yeah. You well, know, so uh, those kind of things, uh, yeah, that's not happening now. But the Ryder Cup is the, the most thrilling uh, sports event as far as golf goes to watch – Every other year, my opinion. Absolutely, I, and you look at w- how far it has come. Um, the last what ten years, I would say ten to twelve years. The drama that we've seen from the Europeans winning a lot to the Americans not winning when they should have won. It's yeah. ju- it's building and building and building. And then you go back to 2012 at Medina when the Americans were finally going to win after mm-hmm. so many close calls and they lose. Um, it's just it's become it's become this epic event not only in golf I think but in sports in general. I mean, look at the first tee, the grandstand that is built there. It looks like the the a, a, a side of a baseball stadium. This just for the first tee. Yep. It shows. Now you probably can't show up on Sunday trip driving no, in from that's Little what I mean. town yeah, to get a yeah, ticket. Yeah, I, I just look. I, we we talk about the hype every year, but I think this year uh, is going to be as as compelling a year for the Ryder Cup that I think we've had in recent memory because of the American side on paper is favored. I, I think that works to the advantage of the Europeans. I don't know how they're favored. I, I well, I mean, you have to look at the team. It, big picture. I think now we can get into how some of the guys played on the American team of the Tour Championship, which was not good. Well, I know it's another week. Um, but just the, 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 the buildup, and now when you add in the Tiger factor, yeah. he was already on the team, but now the attention that that's going to get, whoever's paired with him over there on, on Friday and Saturday, I can't wait to watch. I mean, it's it's. I think it's going to be closer than most people think. I think the Europeans are oh, it's going to be Are they going to use the underdog role? They, it's, it happens every year. 
Yeah, but I I don't I don't call them underdogs right now based on how I I, I get paper and I get all that stuff. But I mean, you've got you've got Molinari on your team that's back on the team. You got Casey back on there. I mean, and your rookies are are uh, Fleetwood Rom, <laughs> Fleetwood <Noren>. Rom, <laughs> you know, and 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 Tyrrell Hatton Noren. and uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, so those are your rookies. But I mean, so I, I don't know. It, it just um, I I think when you look at um, and, and well, you 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 go to the other side, the the U.S. side, the rookies for the U.S. team are Brooks Kepka, um, Justin, Justin Thomas, Thomas, and Tony Finau. I mean, those they're, are that's pretty good rookies too. They're so, pretty good. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about the setup because there's been a lot of talk about. What uh, Captain Bjorn, we know the advantage that the, the home captain has is he can set up the course how he wants. Davis set up Medina exactly how he wanted for and his Hazel guys team. and Hazeltine. Yeah. And um, the rough's going to be high. They say you got to hit it straight. They're trying to make them hit it in the fairway. Why wouldn't they? A European team is a better driving team than the U.S. team. Sergio, John Rahm, Henrik Stenson, Fleetwood. Justin Rose. Norton, Rose. They can drive the Molinari. Golf ball. Molinari. Yeah, he hadn't missed a fairway since the 80s. Uh, yes, you're exactly right. I think one area of the setup that's being overlooked is the speed of the greens. Slow. I think the greens are going to be slow. You think they're going to be slow. Why? Because Americans don't – first of all, we're not used to putting on slow greens. Correct. And I think it messes with your head emotionally on the, on the putting green when you're used to fast greens because you, you, you just can't ever get one there. And so I think that the greens are going to be slower. We know it's a narrow golf course. Justin Thomas played in the French Open mm-hmm. a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. He hit seven drivers in four days. Right. Total. So, but it's not a long course. So I think for the for the Americans, the disadvantage is they have a lot of players that can't find fairways or have trouble. True. Kepka, Phil, Finau, Tiger at times, although not not recently. Bubba Watson. Since it's a short golf course, they can take less than driver off the tee and hopefully find some more fairways. But I think the fed up the the, the setup is going to be everything. I, you 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 narrow the fairways, you you lengthen the rough, and you slow down the greens, and then you take advantage of that home course atmosphere. I, I think that levels the playing field on paper with one team compared to the next. And also, I just found this this morning. I was looking for the American team, the American players that have played and that played in the French Open. Justin Thomas was the only one finished yeah. tied for eighth. The Europeans had Norin, Rom, Sergio, Hatton, Poulter, Fleetwood, and Olsen all played in this year's French Open. Mm-hmm. And Bjorn played as a captain, played, was in the field, missed the cut. But don't think he wasn't taking notes when he was out there plotting his way in sure. a competitive environment around the golf course. Um, Experience is going to be a lot on that golf course. Oh, yeah, I agree. And and if I were captain, one other thing I would do if I were, if I were Bjorn is I would have them vary the speed of the greens and have my guys aware of it. Wow. You have a different length cut of mower ever so slightly for maybe a 13, 14, 17 green, and you tell your players and you don't – hey, is that underhanded? A little bit. You, you think so? You don't. You, I, I, yeah, I figured that the, you have to cut all the greens the same length, mower length. If you don't, then you'd have to tell the other team. Why well, we didn't cut today? We didn't cut the screen. We, you know, or uh, we might have cut. We, I've never, at least I never thought about that angle. But uh, I mean, but 
who knows? I mean, because if you've got to adjust, and, and I'm not saying the Americans wouldn't adjust. They would. But, it, it, you know, who knows? I, I I think whole locations as well. I think, uh, you know, you got a big advantage there. So um, let's let's start with the U.S. team uh, strengths and weaknesses that Jim Furyk has to to his strengths that he can play to and his weaknesses that he's got to play. Around. All right. So I think strengths for the U.S. is chemistry. I think they have built-in team, mm-hmm. built-in pairings. I think it's the, um, the 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 closest U.S. team as far as player-to-player relationships that we've ever had. So I think chemistry is built in for Furyk. I think the disadvantage for Furyk is where does he who does he put Phil Mickelson with? Number one, and then how often do you play Phil and you play Tiger, some of the older players? Because there's going to be players that play five matches. You know Reed's going to go five. You know Fowler's probably going to go five. DJ probably go five. But, I mean, do you sit Tiger? Can he go five? He's played a lot of golf the last he can go six five. weeks. He um, can go five. I think the balance there for Furyk, because I think all the players are playing well until this past week at the Tour Championship. Really, Spieth was the only one that was struggling, and that's saying a lot. Because I don't think Spieth has struggled all year. He just hadn't won. Big picture. I think Furyk is trying to figure out who's going to play what days and who's not. The foursomes historically have been terrible, in fa- terribly negative in favor of the Americans. Um, how do you figure out who's going to be your who's going to pair up foursomes wise? Because the Europeans have dominated foursomes nearly every year the last two decades, except at Hazeltine where the Americans won seven out of eight points, and oh, by the way, they won the Ryder Cup. So foursomes is a big topic of discussion, I think, in the team room this week, the importance of them, because four, four balls are about even. Four balls are even, I agree with Singles that. Singles are about even. Foursomes is it's, it's alternate shot. It's difficult. For those that you know, it, get the Ryder Cup lingo. When you hear foursomes, that's alternate shot. I wish we could just call it alternate shot. You can call it alternate shot, but it's called foursomes, and that is where the Americans – I'm going to – I'll echo that. That is a weakness. Um I think the other weakness too, and and let's just face it, I, I, Tiger and Phil are one and six together. You know, I mean, in, in the Ryder Cups, their their record on teams together is one and six. Um, now part of that I think is going to be a little different this year because of the relationship between Tiger and Phil's it's dr- drastically different than what it was in other Ryder Cups. I mean, I I I know firsthand from players that were in some of those on some of those Ryder Cups that told me it was you were either a friend of Tiger or a friend of Phil. And and that divides the team and I think that had a lot to do with some of the um some of the stuff that happened with that. The the team room is a strength for the US. You don't pair Tiger and Phil together, do you? No. Captain gosh, Eisenhower? No, 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 no chance. We won't see that. No, you no. will not see that. No. Um the 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 other strength I think is that the U.S. now has that it never had before is continuity from captain to captain to captain. We've got a playbook thanks to the task force, whatever you want to call it, right. and they they know the playbook now. They know the pod system or however it works that that Azinger kind of did that was done away with for a while, and then of course after Tom Watson in 2014, uh, it came back, and I think Davis was instrumental in. You know, and Phil, of course, and Tiger were all instrumental, and so is Stricker, your captain next time, by the way, um, is there's continuity there that the Europeans always had. There's a playbook, and I think that's now a strength for the U.S. side. Be- oh, I agree. I, I, and it was it used to be a weakness because the new right. captain would come in with a whole new system. This is right. how I'm going to do it, and, it, it, you know, so that's – And then your vice captains are Zach and Cooch. I mean, you're just continuing this – 
these winning ways yeah. from Hazeltine and the experience of the last 10 years. I, I totally agree. But I, that, I think that's a good point. On the side of that, though, though, though those don't hit one single shot, right. but it, I think it gives the U.S. team a, you know, a, a strength now that it never had. Weaknesses are driver in the fairway. The U.S. team can be a little – off there and I think the setup is going to uh, going to exasperate that for the Americans and rightfully so I think Bjorn and the Europeans are smart to do that and make the Americans have to hit it in the fairway um, so yeah those are the the weaknesses I, I, I think too believe it or not and I, I, I some people are I, I wouldn't be surprised to see either of these two guys flip a switch but the play of Mickelson and Reed has not been good their current form now Mickelson I go to, and I always say this about him, when he turns down Magnolia Lane, when he goes right off of Washington Road in Augusta, Georgia, and goes down Magnolia Lane. Well, depending on what direction he's coming from. Well, yeah, but whatever way he comes into Magnolia Lane, his game changes. There's something about that place that does it. Now, this this team environment and this match play environment could be that same, um, you know, medicine for for Phil Mickelson, but he needs something. I mean, he – uh, you know, there were many people who questioned that he shouldn't have been picked, and I, I can understand that. But we got to remember, he did win earlier this year. Yeah. So, um, and he was playing probably week to week the most consistent golf of his career. Um, and, and so, I definitely think that uh, Phil. And here's the other guy is Patrick Reed. I, I now Captain America. <laughs> he could be like an Ian Poulter for us. We know that we've seen it. Um, will he flip that switch? So I. I think Jim's got to got to worry about that a little bit in the back of his mind. Hopefully, those guys find some form, and uh, being there certainly uh, helps them without question. Well, but, look, Phil, you, you go back to what he's been able to do this year in his recent form. He's not playing well coming in. He finished dead last in the Tour Championship, fifty yeah, eighth to be. He was almost him. last in fairways hit. Uh, Reed, Missed the cut at the PGA. Yeah, Reed's been struggling. Hadn't been playing well coming in. He he drove it horrible. In Atlanta, Kep- Kepka drove it poorly. Bubba drove it poorly. All this is on it. Now these are tight fairways in Atlanta, but guess what? There's going to be tight fairways yeah. in Paris. Yeah. So you wonder if recent form really is going to play a role or not. I'm with you. I think with Patrick Reed, at least he can flip a switch, regardless of how he's playing. Yeah. And I think he's going to play well in Paris. I think you can say say the same thing on the other side for Sergio. Hasn't had the best of years, but I think just because it's a Ryder Cup, he'll be ready to play, and he'll find a way to let the the, the home course. Uh, the, the atmosphere of playing a, a Ryder Cup in Europe uh, to elevate his game as well. All right, now let's go to uh, Thomas Bjorn, the great Dane. Um, strengths of his team and weaknesses of his team. Well, I, we, we, it's, you know, I hate to, to rinse and repeat, as you like to say, but I think the advantages for the European uh, is course setup. Yep, I think course. you have to take advantage. And knowledge. Right. The, the players that have played this golf course multiple times, we had seven players, six on the team that have played uh, that played a few months ago at the French Open. But take advantage of this course setup. If, in fact, they decide to cut the greens at different lengths, use that. I think that's a great idea, by the way. Yeah. Never thought about that. <laughs> but you have great drivers on this team. Um, take advantage of, of that. Find the fairways. Uh, also, I think the advantage that the, that the, the, the um, Europeans have as far as roster goes, I think they have some built-in pairings as well. Mm-hmm. If you put Rose with Poulter, they're rarely lost – Four Rose ball and Stinson. Or four Rose and Stinson, same thing. You put Sergio and Rom together. Uh, Fleetwood and Rose. I mean, there's some built-in pairings here as well, but I think overall the biggest advantage the Euros have is this course setup. But yes. And Wouldn't you agree? I agree, but I, I, I would echo one other advantage they have is is really good drivers of the golf ball. Yeah. 
I mean, you mentioned Sergio, Rom, um, Fleetwood, Fleetwood Nor, Nor, and Rose, Nor, Molinari. I mean, you know, uh, K, uh, Ble- Paul K- Casey. Casey yeah. uh, I mean, they've got good drivers of the golf ball on the team. So um, I, I just think that that end of it, they're going to be if they. If they play more from the fairway, they're going to win this. It, I, you know, we always talk about Ryder Cups coming down to putting, and it, it, it probably will, of course, come down to a putt here and there, no question about it. But it's how close they'll be able to hit the ball from the fairway versus the rough here. And I think the Europeans, if they play from the fairway more, and I, if I were the Americans, I, I would seed this. I would say, look, we're going to have to play from the fairway. If we have to seed some distance, we will. And like, just like Tiger Woods, the formula for him this last week, if you're 23rd in distance but third in accuracy, you're going to – the U.S. team will be – I think the U.S. team will win this if they play from the fairway. Whichever team plays from the fairway the mo- mo- most often this week will win. And the team that makes the most putts. Well, but here's my thing. You play from the fairway, you'll hit it closer. So you'll be able to have less putts. Of course the team with less putts wins. That's – I mean – you know, that's like steak and steak tastes better than hamburger, okay? I mean, of course that happens. I mean, we get that. Um, you know, but here, the 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 fact of the matter is, that's going to be my statement. I'm sticking to it, Brian. All right, look, I'm writing you down again. Write it you down. Got, you're putting down Te- all kinds of team, <laughs> team that plays from the fairway the most wins this Ryder Cup. All right, uh, weakness. Europeans. Weakness. For the Europeans. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I – I don't know that they they putt well enough to get ahead. They do in Ryder Cups. They do in Ryder Cups. But when you think about their team, name a great putter. Justin Rose has made tremendous strides statistically in his putting. But Sergio battles it. Rory battles it. Fleetwood's a great putter. Uh, Molinari battles the putter. Not so much recently. Historically. Historically. Yeah. Um I, I, I think I the putter's the big part. I, a putter is a weakness. I, 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 you got you to say that. I think another weakness for Bjorn, Sergio, inconsistent play out of Rory Stenson, um, some guys that he are the backbone of his team. Uh, now, Rory, you're, you're right. His, his putting's very inconsistent. That's part of his inconsistent play. I mean, let, let's face it. The guy almost I mean, had a chance to win the Tour Championships in the last group, and he putted awful. That week, he had a chance to win the BMW, Open. He had a I mean, put it awful. They, yeah, I mean, pick one. But when he puts great, he wins. Look at what he did at Bay Hill. Yeah, you know the, that's why he won Bay Hill. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean that last round, that sixty-four, the putting was sensational. So it, and we saw what he can do in Ryder Cups. Those putts he was making on Patrick Reed. I mean that match. I, I still that's some of the best golf I've ever seen played in a Ryder Cup. Those two going head to head. Um Sergio has really struggled. Yes. And but here historically, you know, with the putter, Sergio there, but at Ryder Cups he puts well. Yeah. So that's going to be to me the the weakness for him is, and I go cuz that's the core of his team is Sergio, Rory, Stenson and Rose. I mean, th- those are his horses and mm-hmm. and he needs those guys to step up. Now, that will be like Phil for Jim, Sergio for Thomas right. was going to be a um is going to be a, a big question mark. And, and how those questions are answered, we'll just have to see how it plays out. And I also think, trip the pressure for the European teams to win back the Cup. You know, it, on home soil, yeah, um, kind of chip on their shoulder. There's a lot of hype about the American team. Now Tiger wins. you got Kepka playing, winning two majors, and Phil's won this year, and JT and Reed with his dominance in years past. 
what have you, what have you, what have you. I think the pressure on the Europeans, how they deal with that with five rookies. I know three of those rookies are top 15 in the world, but yeah. still just wanting it so much yeah. over there, how will that play out, the pressure for the week? All right, uh, we covered four balls versus four, from which team has the edge. We know um, that in alternate shot <clears throat> is foursomes. Uh, the Europeans have the edge, and they historically have. Uh, will they have it again this week? Now, let's talk about U.S. pairings. Four, let's, let's just talk about pairings overall, guys that we think are going to play together regardless of the format. Well, you're going to see Spieth and Reed. I don't know how you wouldn't. How would you upset the apple cart there? They've never lost uh, as a team. They're 4-0-1 in foursomes and in four ball. So I think Spieth and Reed's a gimme. Didn't Rose and Stenson beat them one time? They halved them. No, I think they beat them one time. I think they're the only guys to beat them. I'll have to check my notes. Check your notes. But I think I – think uh, Kaz, our producer's nodding at me, so I think uh, so. It's three and one for both. Excuse me. Yeah. Yep. So they 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 have lost that one, but it, that's who they lost to. Is, I mean, a team like Rose and Stinson. Right. So, um, I mean, wouldn't you agree, Speed and Reed? I mean, I, you send them out first. Both of them want the ball. Yeah. Give me the ball, Coach. Three seconds left. I'm ready to shoot. Both of them can handle the pressure. They want it. I think you send them out early and you get some momentum, regardless of the format or the day. I agree. Um, I, I think another one we're going to see is Fowler Thomas. I think you're going to see Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas together. Uh, the the speculation is Tiger and DeChambeau. Yeah. Um, DJ and Brooks. I know. I mean, but but not in foursomes. Not not in foursomes. No 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 no. no. I think that's a four ball. Pair. Yeah yeah. Because you're more aggressive, trying to make Absolutely. as many birdies as you and, can. And that. Um, but I, I'm saying regardless of four. You know, I'm just saying some guys that I think we'll see together. Um, in any, you know, whatever format it, it, they fit. Um, You're going to see Webb and Bubba. They've played Webb a ton Bubba. of matches in President's Cups and Ryder Cups. Webb They're close Bubba. friends. Yep. Kind of a yin and yang. And that, that leaves, you know, if we just it, go on the ones I just said, you said Spieth and Reed, Fowler Thomas, Tiger DeChambeau, Bubba Webb, DJ Brooks. That leaves Finau with Mickelson. What do you think of that? Well, they both make a lot of birdies. I mean, you'd have to be in the four-ball format. Yeah, it could I not be in, in foursomes. No, 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 no. They've played a lot of golf of late, uh, whether it's in competition or in practice rounds. I think, and I think you and I talked about this about a month ago, that, that, that Phil had come out and said that, that he was a big fan of Tony Female. His attitude, his likability, his game. Uh, Phil, I think, Tony had Phil's ear before the, the decision was made to make Finau a captain's pick. I think Phil was probably – I'm speculating here, but I would imagine Phil was lobbying for Tony as a pick to Jim Furyk, and I think Tony ultimately deserves it and earned it. But why not put them together? But it would have to be in It'd four have balls. To be. I, 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 we may not see Mickelson in alternate shot. <laughs> I don't know if you – it'd be tough to be his partner in alternate shot. That's I mean, what he, I'm saying. He drove it well, so poorly last we're, week. We're going to have to – I mean, my point is, I, I don't – if you're a captain, okay, this isn't Little League where everybody's got to play. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we're not getting participation trophies here. Um, this is I, – I don't know. I'm just saying – I'm saying if Phil doesn't – if Phil stays on current form, we may not see him in foursomes. The way he's driving, I don't know how you could put him in That's foursomes. my point. You're, you're putting, you mentioned Tyson and Bryson, uh, Tiger and Bryson, I and mean, they play the same golf ball too. That's huge in something it like is. alternate shot or foursome. Well, Fowler and like Thomas, dude. Because then there's no – you're comfortable with you're the ball that you're hitting. So that's kind of a, a quiet factor for that. All right, now let's flip the switch to the Europeans. What What is – Sergio and Rom. Yep. I, I think experience 
mentorship that Sergio has for Rom. They speak the same language. They're both fiery. I think you send them out early as well because mm-hmm. John Rom's not afraid to take the ball either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would settle Sergio's nerves if he was a little bit loose to have Rom, uh, who drives it really well and really long. The combination there. Um, I think you're going to see Sergio and Rom. I'd be very surprised if they didn't. They weren't paired up. Either four ball or foursome. Well, and you're not going to break because they drive it so. You're well. not going to, and you're going to see Rose and Simpson in some yes. matches. There's no question. How about how about this? Um, I like Paul Casey and Francesco Molinari together. Why is that? The ball striking, ball striking, ball striking, ball striking. In foursomes, four ball. Do they make enough birdies? That's my, the, you can't, I, I'm not. I'm look whatever for it. I'm just okay. saying. Yeah, yeah, I agree that you put those two in in foursomes. There's that. That's a beautiful pairing. So is Rose Stinson. How about Fleetwood Poulter? Absolutely. How about Rose Poulter? I mean, they've had a success. Rose Poulter could do. They, they've had success in but, the past. And that left me when I, when I was going through that. That left me with. Now we've got Rory. What if if I'm just saying that the, we're going to see those? But then does Rory? Carry along Norin or Hatton or Olison at some point. I mean, you gosh. I mean, you look at Olison. Nothing against the guy's world class player, but I don't know if he matches up well. I don't with, think we see him in in um, foursomes. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, I would think Rory and Norin would be a great pairing in that they both drive the ball really well. At least when Rory's hitting fairways, he didn't drive it too well yesterday in Atlanta or Monday or Sunday in Atlanta. Um, but. Those are the three players for the Europeans, Norrin, Hatton, and Olsen. I think with, regardless of their stature and how they've played the last few months, they, they, they're they going to be paired with someone with experience. Yeah, You're not going to see Norrin and Hatton paired that's together or that's Hatton and Olsen Rory, paired. That's why that, yes. I'm saying with Rory. That's I think with Rory would be a good right. call. So um, let's um, – We're doing predictions? Yeah, we're going to get to predictions, predictions, predictions. All right, so when we do that – I want to do that, and I want to talk um, the MVP for each team and uh, who wins. We've already discussed why, because the team that plays from the fairway, we don't even need to – I mean, I'm just kidding. Um, Winning team and the MVP for that winning team. I think the Americans win. I think that it's going to be close the first day. I think the Americans continue their – their great play on Saturday and pull away, maybe winning three out of the four for some matches on Saturday to get a two- to three-point lead going into Sunday. And I think the singles is where you're going to see two sides that are uh, desperately wanting to play well. And I think the Europeans want it so badly to get the cutback over there. I think they're going to try too hard. And when you try too hard, the first thing that normally leaves your game is your putting. I think the Americans win the singles by a couple of points. I think they win 15, 15 and a half to 11 and a half. Whoa. I think it's three three to four point win for the Americans. That's my prediction. And I think Tiger Woods is the MVP. Of course. Um, I'm going to say the Europeans win. Okay. And I'm going to say it's because they're going to play from the fairway more often than okay. the American team. And their putting weaknesses will be mitigated by what they do in match play. And I'm beating my chest like Poulter. They get fired up, and they are, they've are they got the home crowd on their side. They've got the home field on their side. They play better historically in alternate shot foursomes, whatever you want to call it. 
they're going to play better there because the U.S. team is still going to have that weak driving at some point that's going to undo them. And that format in particular is going to be the separator. And the guy that separates everybody, the men from the boys, is Justin Rose. He has had a remarkable – he's world number one, and he's played so so good. Well, he's not anymore, but he – he was world number one. He was for one. a week. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, he's. I think. But he's the I best mean, you, the, the, the consistency right. that guy has yep. showed in in all formats. He drives the ball beautifully. The ball striking is fantastic. Um, so he's your MVP on the European European side, side and you know, I mean, you, you go back to to. I don't. I don't. I think this is going to be nip and tuck. I. 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 You say fifteen and a half, eleven. A twelve. I think it was twenty eight total. So fifteen and a half, twelve and a half. Yeah. I. I. I I think this is going to be a a literal, uh, you know, 15, uh, 15, 13. I mean, it, it's going to be it. It could be 14 and a half, 13 and a half. I mean, it really could be that. I think it's going to go down. And it, we could legitimately have a tie. I mean, I think both teams, I know the U.S. is favored on paper, but I think the, the, the intangibles and uh, the fact that they're over there and the U.S. hasn't won on their soil since 93, uh, I think that that's it. And, uh, I just love um, the way the European team just gets they, – they gel. They've got a lot of – but now, and again, we, we talked about this. The U.S. side is starting to do that more often. And mm-hmm. we've got a great group, a great core of players. And all this camaraderie crap that people, oh, you can't be around and congratulate your buddies. It doesn't make you want to be as con- – that's total BS. Brian – you're a good friend of mine, but when we play golf, I want to beat your brains out. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean I don't like you, and it doesn't mean that we can't be friends after and have a beer. Um, or, or two. Or two. Or, yeah, maybe three. We'll stop, we'll stop at two. Yeah. <laughs> For now. Um, All right. So that's it. Um, we, there we go. We covered everything. And um, the Ryder Cup is going to be interesting like it always is, folks. And you know what? You tune in to Golf Channel all week and NBC. We got you covered from A to Z, and we'll see you next time. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.